Welcome to The Dyad Presents, a video game music podcast. I'm The Dyad, and this is Lord Monarch. Starting off this week is a Super Famicom exclusive title, Lord Monarch. This track is called Foods Panic, and it was composed by the Falcom sound team. I believe they are broken down into separate groups, and this one is listed as JDK, which from what I was able to find means that Meiko Ishikawa and or Atsushi Shirakawa worked on the soundtrack. The game was originally released in 1991 for the PC-9801, and it was ported to the Super Famicom in 1994. It was arranged by um, the guest musician Seiji Shimamura when it was ported to the Super Famicom. Given my love of PC-98 soundtracks, I'm a little surprised that I actually heard the Super Famicom version first. The game itself is a real-time strategy war game. It's the seventh installment in the Dragon Slayer series, which some of the listeners may be aware of. Lord Monarch was remade for Windows as Lord Monarch Online, and it was released for free in both Japanese and, for the first time, in English. As for Dragon Slayer, the original Dragon Slayer was an early action role-playing game released in 1984 for the NEC PC-88 computer system, and it was ported by Square to the MSX. The original Dragon Slayer came out at roughly the same time as Tower of Draga was unleashed in arcades. Both games together were pretty much widely credited as the inventors of the action RPG genre, 
and they basically laid the foundations for future series like Hydalide, Ease, and most importantly, The Legend of Zelda. The fifth installment of the Dragon Slayer series, a game called Sorcerion, is also renowned for its soundtrack. Uh, I haven't played anything from it yet, but I'm guaranteeing that we'll hear from something in the future. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. I've never actually heard it said out loud, I've only read it, but we'll go with Sorcerion until I hear otherwise. As for Lord Monarch, the Super Famicom version has more themes in it in addition to the standard medieval Europe setting. There's a futuristic theme with robots and a fast food theme with french fries and soft drinks attacking health food. I'm guessing that's where this track fits in because it is called Food's Panic. This song starts out with that nice groove before a frantic burst of energy. Or panic, perhaps. And then goes back to that sweet, sweet groovin'. In my opinion, Neon Falcom has a sound team on par with any of the famous sound teams like Konami or, I don't know, Data East, Sunsoft maybe, any of those. This gives you a small sample and I'm sure we'll be playing more from them in the future. I feel like I've said that before. Next up is another PC-98 title from the game Tenbu colon Sangokushi Seishi composed by Motoi Sakuraba. This is track FM08.
much about this game. I know it was developed by Namco Tales Studios, which is a company that makes the Tales of Blank series. For example, Tales of Fantasia or Tales of Symphonia. And I know that development of this game was done under the name of Wolf Team. Um, as for the track title, FM08, that's the best I could find, and I think that it's probably just a numbering convention and there probably wasn't any actual titles for the tracks, which is kind of common. The game is set in the Three Kingdoms era of ancient China, and there was an enhanced port in 1993 to the Super Famicom called Sengokushi Seishi, colon, Tenbu Spirits. Tenbu being the Japanese word for the Buddhist term Diva, or Higher Being. As for gameplay, Sengoku Seishi is a real-time strategy simulation game. Beyond the port, there were a number of sequels that appeared on the PC-9801. As for the composer, Motoi Sakuraba is another Japanese composer who has ties to prog rock. It's something that we see fairly often, interestingly enough, and while this track is less obvious than, say, last week's Jewel Master track, future samples that I'll play of Sakuraba's work will definitely show the influences of prog rock in his work. Next up, we head back to the PC Engine slash TG16. From the game Air Zonk, composed by Daisuke Morishima and Hisashi Matsushita, this track is from Stage 2, Brainstown. <laughs>
side-scrolling shooter released in 1992. It was an attempt to upgrade the company's mascot from the caveman Bonk to the cyberpunk Zonk. I think the history of Bonk is interesting enough to warrant a little screed, and I can't pass up a chance to talk about a franchise that is so interested in wordplay, so I'm going to get into it for a little bit. Bonk first appeared in a series of four-panel comic strips in PC Engine Monthly Magazine. At first, the subject of the comic was just used for upcoming games, but in 1989, it was converted to feature a new caveman character, PC Genjin. The name PC Genjin was a spoof on the system that the magazine covered, the PC Engine. The new character, a Genjin, meaning primitive man or caveman, was a hit. Eventually, Hudson Soft decided to make a game based on the character. He would act as the system's mascot, and like all other console mascots at the time, he debuted in a side-scrolling platformer. But the game actually became quite popular and won a number of awards. Probably designed as a response to Sega's new Sonic mascot, Zonk was introduced to be a cooler punk version of Bonk. He even sported sunglasses. Shortly after the release of Airzonk, Bonk was replaced by Airzonk as a mascot of the Turbo Systems and was even featured in ads where Bonk was once displayed. Because the name PC Genjin was a parody, it obviously didn't work on any of the systems that Bonk was ported to. So, Bonk was given a new name on almost every system he appeared on. It was sometimes known as PC Kid. A new name for the character was chosen for North America because PC Engine wouldn't make sense to anyone without either the PC Engine or an understanding of Japanese. As a reminder, it's the Turbo Graphics in North America and not the PC Engine. Localizers settled on Bonk, a name describing the primary attack method of the character and it also conveyed a cartoony nature that he exhibited. But for his European releases, Bonk's name was changed again to BC Kid a slight alteration of the PC kid that would make much more sense to English-speaking gamers, and it is likely that Bonk's name was changed due to the <clears throat> alternate meanings of the word Bonk in British English. Continuing the PC Engine's spoof, Erzong's Japanese name was PC Denjin, meaning electric man or humanoid, robot, cyborg. And there's even more that I opted to skip over. All the variant names of the Japanese titles have two-letter abbreviations to them. For example, if you went to Game Boy, it would be GB something or Famicom FC something. These were all given faux Latin terms describing Bonk's genus and species as a prehistoric organism. For example, PC stands for Pithecanthropus Computerus. You'll have to seek out the rest of them on your own time. Well, if anyone is still with me out there, I think it's safe to move on to the next song. From the game Werewolf, colon, The Last Warrior, for the NES and Famicom, composed by S. Sakai, T. Miura, and Y. Takahama, this is Final Victory.
because the whole soundtrack is amazing. But there is a major drawback that the longest song is maybe a minute and 15 seconds long, but so good. It hurts my feelings that these aren't just a little bit longer. The Japanese and US versions of the game have almost identical soundtracks, but there are two versions of the Final Boss Part 1 music and the credits music. Also, the US soundtrack uses a slightly different sample for the tom, but the rest is otherwise the same. And you know what? It's my show. I don't have to stick to five songs per episode. I'm playing another track from this game. It's too good not to. Again from Werewolf the Last Warrior, here's the Dr. Faryon cutscene. this is the correct song title. I also saw it listed as simply cutscene, but we'll go with the more descriptive one. Short songs, short discussion. Let's move on to my last track this week. For the first time, the Nintendo 64 makes an appearance on the show. While I played my fair share of the N64, I don't have the same memories wrapped up in the music as I do with the NES and SNES. I mean, I love Ocarina of Time and Mario 64 and their soundtracks, but it hardly fits my preference for more unknown music. I'm only going to be able to hold out for so long. i got to play some Zelda on the show. Not today, though. There's plenty of good music out there for the N64, and I'll make more of an effort to present some of it. And in fact, I've actually started looking around trying to specifically get some stuff that I haven't either heard before or haven't paid enough attention to in the past. Before I go, as always, special thanks to Alan Euler, aka Periodical, for editing and mixing the episode. You can follow the show at thediadpresents.blogspot.com, which also has a subscription link to the show on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at thediad, and you can email me at thediadpresents at gmail.com. Also, there's a Facebook page which you can find by the name of the podcast or by searching for at thediad. Until next time, from the game Bomberman64, Composed by Akifumi Tada, this is Green Garden Theme. (laughs) 